Hi, my name is John Kim. I'm a therapist who went through his own rebirth many years ago, and I've been documenting my journey ever since, sharing my life lessons and revelations. I believe in casual over clinical, with you instead of at you. I come unrehearsed on purpose because self-help doesn't have to be so complicated. So I don't watch TV much. I think because I grew up with television, sitcoms, you know, everything from Growing Pains to Wonder Years to to Friends. Um, When I went through my divorce and rebirth, I thought just, you know, binge watching TV was a waste of time. And so I made sure um, to throw the remote control away, you know, and I told myself I'm going to feed my brain. And I think that kind of laid the tracks for um, not watching TV. And and so since then, and that was like 13 years ago, I just, I rarely watch TV. Anyway, uh, I especially don't watch the um, high drama shows that are really popular, like, um, like the Desperate Housewives and, you know, all the, <laughs> all the reality shows. Um, I do watch some unscripted like uh uh what is that one with the food uh chef's kitchen i think some of the those shows are amazing and um i watched alone they put someone on an island and uh you have to like eat off the land and you know kill your your food it was very uh it's uh something that i could never do and that that's what interested me i would probably last about eight minutes on island um, so there are, there are a few shows that I find interesting. Anyway, my point in saying this was I got caught up in watching a, um, a reality show called Love is Blind. And uh, from, the, from the onset, it seems like um, one of those shows like The Bachelor or, you know, the, a show that's very contrived and forced and glossy and, and all that. But then I started watching it, and it was really interesting because they, they call it a social experiment. And so basically, and I'll be honest, I watched it because it was uh, it said like top ten on Netflix. You know, um, you know those badges that they put on shows. It I I'm a sucker for them. So anything with like top ten or um, especially world famous. If I'm at any restaurant and on the menu it says world famous, I will. I just have to eat it. I just have to try it. And I got to be honest, 8 out of 10 times I'm disappointed. But I still fall for it. World famous? Okay, let me try. It's the whole um, being curious. And, you know, they can make it up. I'll bet you they make it up. I mean, because if you think about it, like what – how do you validate – verify something that's world famous like what you know if if there's a if there's a cup of chili at a restaurant what classifies that as world famous you know is a certain amount of reviews what makes it world famous it might be me it could be you know what it should say is very popular <laughs> that's what it should say world famous is a stretch but anyway it works because i fall for it every time so this was uh, a top 10, I think, on Netflix. And I know every week something else is, you know, top 10 or the hot show. And I started watching it. And the experiment is this. They they uh, put people into these pods where you can't see them. You can only hear them. And that's how you get to know 
and you and you start to, I think for seven days you just engage with the different people so it's like almost like speed dating if there was a giant curtain in front of you in between uh, you and your date and over the days people um they start falling in love or or they think and then what's really interesting is if you have a connection with someone you can ask <laughs> you can you can ask them to marry you i know it's crazy um and then if they say yes then you get to see the person it reminds me of the whole like um uh, arranged marriages that many cultures do and then once you get married you then then they take then they ship you away to like a uh, cancun or some kind of island or whatever and then you get the guy that kind of um really now get to know uh your new fiance uh <laughs> and the whole test is you know will it last right and what's interesting is in the beginning people the things that they say you know within 7 days i, I mean I, I i get that you can have a connection i know that you can emotionally um you can emotionally connect with someone in a short period of time, of course, right? Especially if you're being vulnerable and you're having deep, meaningful conversations. Um, you could still, you know, gauge one's energy, heart, intention. All that's real. Absolutely. But none of that, well, I shouldn't say none, but that alone isn't enough to then, you know, sustain a relationship. That's enough to start. That's enough to get things going. That's enough to decide if you want to invest in someone. But a relationship slash marriage, that's a whole nother thing, right? And so we have these people who are uh, now engaged and excited about their future. And then they see each other. Um, and I think that the brilliance of the show is that we're all, the viewer, we're all waiting to see how they're going to respond when they see each other. Now, most of the people they cast are attractive, right? They're not, they're not casting um, the whole like spectrum of um, what society considers attractive and not attractive. Uh, it's 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 attractive people, so no no one's getting catfished. Um, that being said, we all have different tastes, and I think there was a few where they saw the other person, and they're like, oh, okay, it's not gonna work. Um, but because there's an emotional connection, they, they try. Uh, what, what's interesting is at the end, most realize that uh, the person they just you know dropped on one knee for, um, the person they thought they were in love with, the person that they said that they would <laughs> commit their life to um, is not enough or it's the wrong fit. And the reason is once they get to the island, um, they, I don't know if it's literally an island, but uh, once they get to the, uh, you know, the vacation, the, the little shit starts to bother them, you know, and they start to reality sets in basically. My point in sharing this is it's actually pretty accurate, I think, with relationships because in the beginning, um, yeah, we are looking at the other person with wonder and through what do they call it in college beer goggles <laughs> through a um through a fantasy lens you know 
um, and they can't do anything wrong, and we have dopamine shooting into our brains, and it's euphoric, and it's there's lust, and it's amazing, and you finally found someone who desires you, and you desire them, and and you know the world disappears, and it's romantic, and all of that, right? But then, when you get to know the person, because none of that is work, all of that just feels good. When you get to know the person, usually it's the um, it's moving in with someone that is kind of the big step where you start to see the dirty socks on the floor and the way they do things that start to bother you. And, and you know, living with someone's a, a big deal. And it's at that point, not only that, but it, it's at the point where you realize you guys have different uh, attachment styles, right? You guys have different love languages. And by the way, on the show, they don't talk about any of this stuff. It, 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 on the show, it's just basically um, – and it's it's accurate because this is what we talk about on our dates on the show. You know, it's like, what's your? Do you like dogs? <laughs> what kind of food do you like? It's all kind of the, the basics. And I get it. You, you know, that's kind of where we um, where we go to first. But the important question should be, what what is your attachment style? What are your triggers? What are your unhealthy patterns? You know, all the stuff that we. Um, later find out are crucial when it comes to. To building a relationship. So none of that is discussed. Um, what's hard or when the, the relationship really begins, when love starts. Oh, that's a great title. I'm going to do a show and call it When Love Starts. And that's, you know, that's when you, you start to notice the differences and all the shit comes up, your own shit from the past and, you know, you being hurt and when people bring their baggage to the table and they're willing to process it, look through it, um, unpack, you know, uh, connect dots, when they're willing to admit their unhealthy love patterns, that's when love starts. And that's when you decide, okay, do I want to invest in this um What's my piece in this? What's the work I need to do? Uh, and I think that should come first. And then, of course, uh, you know, before you are asking someone to spend the rest of your life with them. Um, and this show, obviously, un- intentionally uh, is backwards in that you first ask the person to marry you and then you kind of get to know who they are. Anyway, it's an interesting show. And I think it is uh, telling of the process of how we meet um, I think what's missing and what is needed because it's also missing in, in the way that we date is um, all the important questions that you need to ask yourself and to explore with your partner that are going to determine if the relationship is going to be sustainable. Like, you know, when they're in, in these pods, why? Like, I would ask, how do you fight? When you get into a fight, how do you? Fight? What makes you angry? What hurts you? Um, you know, s- stuff where that they're going to be the legs of the relationship, right? Not just like, do you like puppies? If you're dating, or even if you're not dating, if you're in a relationship, ask yourself what you need to explore. Not only about uh, the other person, but especially yourself. What do you need to explore uh, for this relationship to have legs? Ask yourself, instead, like instead of thinking about 
what could be in the future and, you know, naming your children and, and, and all of these things outside of self. And I get it. They're important, of course. But um, I encourage you to look inward and ask yourself, if I want to invest in this, what are some important topics, areas that I need to explore? What are some questions that I can ask myself as well as this person I'm dating? So we could talk about some real shit and we could figure out our dance. Because after the attraction, after the excitement, after the, you know, um, exploring new bodies and stories, um, after that, then the real work begins. And when the real work begins, this is where the road forks and you're either going to roll up your sleeves and want to do this work um, because you want to invest in this person slash relationship or uh, it's going to make you uncomfortable. You're not going to want to do it and then... You're just going to go from this pod to another pod and, you know, you're going to want um, the happy ending and the commitment and all of that. Um, and, of course, if you want that, I mean, you're going to want that, but you're not going to uh, have the, the work to back it. Oh, wait a minute. I forgot to answer the question. Is love blind? That's obviously the, the question and the uh, concept of the show. The answer is uh, no, love is not blind. And I'm not saying that because um, we love with our eyes, but of, of course that is part of it as well. I'm saying that because you shouldn't go into love blind. You should go into love with awareness and sight, not just sight, but insight. You should go into love with insight. And the way you go into love with insight is by asking all the questions um, that we don't see on TV, um, but are important. The ones that I just, uh, said in this episode, love is not blind. Thank you for listening. Be well. Listen, if you are great at helping other people and you have a passion for that, and you want to find personal freedom and level up the skills you already have, it's time to become a life coach. Journey coaching. When I became a coach, there was nothing like this out there. And so I developed this coaching training program alongside Noel Cordo. Journey coaching. That's J-R-N-I. And it is amazing. It's 100% live. It's everything that I wish I had when I was starting out. Meaningful, evidence-based education, real people, real community, lifetime support, and business development. ICF certified. Just go to theangrytherapist.com, my website, and click on Become a Coach and explore the Journey Coaching Intensive. See you in class.